Hey folks, it's Tosky from the YMN Podcast here. Alright, got some great friends of mine at Dining Room Table Studios because we want to tell you about a really cool project that we got on the go uh, to kind of help change the image of uh, Fort McMurray. Teresa Wells, McMurray Musings. Roddy Cross of YMM Zombies. Hey guys. So, give us a quick rundown of the project, of what we got in store for these guys. Uh, well, we are going to publish a free ebook called Fort McMurray Feelings, and uh, the concept behind the ebook is that uh, the three of us aren't going to write it. We're going to ask the residents of Fort McMurray to write it. We're going to ask them to uh, submit their stories of life in Fort McMurray. It's a podcast. He's talking to the mic. I know. I talk to the mic. I don't know what to say. She said everything I wanted to say. <laughs> well, no, it's essentially like I was going to kind of start maybe think of the ad, too. It's like, are you sick of drive-by journalists? Are you sick of a negative uh, Fort McMurray image? Do you want me to sound like a CBC no. Nighttime reporter? Because <laughs> I can play that. I could do that. Or a late like, night advertisement. The goal, I think, that we all kind of been sick of around is is the drive-by journalist. Is the whole aspect of people coming up here, uh, spending maybe three or four days in the community, thinking they have a down pat, interviewing a couple people, and then leaving and, and writing an article that reaches hundreds of thousands of people. We can it's not just in print. You see it on TV, on the radio, everywhere. Everyone does it. They come up, see a few things, interview a few people that don't like Fort McMurray, go to Fort Chip, interview the people that think it's bad for them, fly over the oil sands, go, oh my God, it's so horrible, and leave. <laughs> I mean, I'm tired of that. I want something that's true. And then they true. found their story. And then mm-hmm. they found their story. And there's nobody to tell the story like people who actually live here. One of the things that I've, I've always said in interviews, one of the things I've always tried to bring up in conversations is, who would you rather listen to? People that actually call this place home have property here that actually live in the community or someone that actually just comes up here visits interviews the people and leaves i've always figured the residents of fort mcmurray has the power the resident of fort mcmurray has a much more valid opinion than anyone that doesn't call this place home and this is what we want to do for this community we want people that have or at one point had called this place home to submit their stories to us so we can put it together in one book so just to kind of rival a negative news article, or even not even negative, but a different news article. Like if you read something about GM, GM. If you read something about GQ or GM, if you <laughs> want to write about us, I can't the, see the automotive industry complaining about us yeah, considering the amount like of vehicles us, we go through. <laughs> That's true. Or so someone sees an ad like that, we can counter with it and just be like, "Here, read our ebook," or you can actually look at what residents have to say, or read what residents have to say, or look at because we'll take. Pictures, we'll take articles, mm-hmm. art, pretty much anything that whatever you want, whatever story you guys want to say. Whatever is reflective of, of your experience in Fort McMurray, basically. I mean, it has to meet the bounds of good taste. Um, you know, so, so if you're submitting stories that are um, full of foul language or if there's racism, sex, and sexism, we're going to have to uh, <laughs> address those issues because <laughs> those are things we can't look at publishing. But as long as it's true to your experience of the city, We'd like to tell that story. Exactly. And whether it is positive or whether it is negative, right. like I said, and as long as it's in, within the confines of good taste. We've got such a diverse community here. Exactly. And we have everything from artists to writers to singers that are all Fort Murray based, but none of them pretty much have a voice outside of Fort Murray. There's so many amazing stories here that aren't being told and certain people have the opportunity to tell their story again and again and I, I do that all the time on my blog I, I tell my story of life here um, but I'd like to give an opportunity to other people to tell their exactly. stories including um, recent immigrants to the city which I think Anybody. would be a fascinating story there's just so many people who have interesting stories to tell yeah no absolutely anybody we, we, we want your story we want your opinion we want your view we want your take on Fort McMurray 
anyone that needs help with writing or anything like that, we are far more than willing to give you someone to write for you. If you can't write, we'll edit whatever you send in. We are going to help out. Exactly. Don't want, like, just get in contact with us. And the best way to do that is the email. The email is ymmfeelings at gmail.com. You can that also is- hit us up on Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's, it's facebook.com slash McMurrayFeelings. Yeah. And then Twitter is... Twitter is YMM Feelings. There you go. So pretty pretty basic, pretty essential stuff. You even, like, just give us an idea, or even if you just want to say, hey, I got a perfect thing I want to write, but I have no idea how to do it, send an email, get in touch Absolutely. with us through the Facebook or the Twitter, and we'll be able to organize and help it. We got an author here at the table right. right now that's helping us out with this stuff, a published... Sorry, it's published. It's published. He's published. published. He's published. That's right. It's published. published. People have bought the books. So. Yeah, that's awesome. You got a published author. He actually gets paid. <laughs> you got a published author. You got a, a damn fine blogger that has proven herself time and time again. And you got a wannabe person that just tries to make it all put together. That's quite a crackerjack team of, uh, of experts here. We realize that technically we're the three points of indie. I'm an indie author. You're an indie news writer, and Totsky's an indie radio host. <laughs> That's true. That's very. I like that. That's what sounds a lot better than want to be. So we want this book to be uh, about Fort McMurray from Fort McMurray. So definitely get in touch with us. Email's the best bet. Ymmfeelings at gmail.com. That's the way it's going to start it off. We'll get in touch with us. Tell us that you want to become involved. Um, all the time in the world to do it. You know, we'll publish this book when we feel that it's complete and ready to go. Until then, more time in the world to get everyone's thoughts and opinions. You're going to hear us talk about it. You're going to hear us go around. Emails up, Twitter, Facebook, visit us, see us. Get involved, biggest thing. We've pretty much covered every form of media, so if you can't find at least one of us somewhere, you're not looking hard enough. Absolutely. There you go. We want to hear what your guys' thoughts. For McMurray, feelings. Get involved. All right, folks, we're going to lay down some community theater truth for you. Katie's Playhouse Community Theater Society. Yes, these guys are a locally run non-for-profit organization dedicated to putting on live theater for locals by locals. This weekend, coming up, they're hosting their second full-length show in the theme of Mother's, Mother's Day. It's called Maggie's Getting Married by a very talented playwright, Norm Foster. Shows about a family, the Duncans, who are preparing for their youngest daughter's wedding. The show explores the relationships between the six characters, and of course, since it's a Katie's Playhouse production, you know that it's going to be absolutely hilarious. That's right, folks. It's going to be this weekend, Keanu Recital Theater. Uh, they got shows May 10th, May 11th, May 12th, May 13th, uh, all starting at 8 p.m., except for May 13th, which starts at 2 p.m. Tickets are 18 bucks for adults, uh, 16 bucks for students and seniors, and they're available at the Keanu box office. They're going to be in the Recital Theater. That's right. Uh, but since... Uh, the YMM Podcast is a big, big fan of community theater. We love the local arts. We want to send you guys to this show. We got two pairs of tickets. We got uh, two pairs of tickets for the Friday show, and we got two pairs of tickets for the Saturday show. That's the show on the 11th and the 12th of May. Uh, we got some tickets to give away. So basically, uh, 
we want the first person that emails show at ymmpodcast.com and just put in the subject line I want to go to Maggie's wedding boom tickets are yours you and a loved one a friend a mistress per se anyone you want two tickets are yours to go check out this amazing amazing community theater Katie's Playhouse Community Theater Society Maggie's getting married don't want to miss out check it out this weekend May 10th May 11th May 12th May 13th Maggie's getting married a play by Norman Foster is he the one man whose destiny it is to share her life and her heart find out this weekend due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised Welcome to Fort Mac. Such a dick. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMN Podcast. And guess what? We got a special guest today. I'm Tito. Yes, because you haven't been on a <laughs> show in forever. 10.30 in the evening. Um, <laughs> we're going to play some CCR and some Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> That's our. All right. Welcome to the YMN Podcast. I'm Toski. I'm Tito. The uh, We got another... We got a packed house once again at the dining room table. Who do we got today? Oh, you have Stacy. Steve. <laughs> And Ash Cake Squiggle. So we have a podcasting virgin, actually. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, man. Blood everywhere. Hi, man. <laughs> really? Blood everywhere? Oh, God. Gushing. <laughs> no, you do. So uh, You ever not know that you... <laughs> Uh, Pop your uh, cherry. I mean, uh, Look like you murdered somebody with Stacey, your Stacey, are, are you uh, are you going to be a, contri- a regular contributor on the what is it called the Femcast? Uh, the it's, ladies it's called room. the ladies room. Actually, Chick-cast. I like Stacey. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The ladies room. Yes. I got shit on for my name suggestions, and you guys are referring hey. to a washroom. Shut the fuck where up. Girls so go, came up. Where with girls it. go <laughs> together to communicate it's alone. A, it's a community Wait, reference. Why are you pausing it? It's not just a community. I'm not pausing. Reference. I'm going to show you it's, the logo. It's their life reference. It's where we go. Oh, let me see the logo. When we're all Tell drunk. me that's not a cool fucking logo. Well, that just looks dirty. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It does. That was like, that was like a strip club. We're not doing porn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a, a podcast that's supposed to be like yeah. for us, by it's us, all done. female. It's and Todd's like, I'm going to design life. this logo up like a strip yeah. club. <laughs> I totally had the music in my head, too. The neon lights involves one of two things. Alcohol, naked women. Okay, now this is on the podcast. I got to post this to the my rejected... Pot, uh, ladies room you're getting better rejected outright I, i'm pretty proud of that yeah no it's uh, i like what you did with it it's just i don't think that that's what they're looking for i noticed that uh, mcmurray musings likes to use uh cursive a lot in her logos so 
Maybe something like that would be more appropriate. She can make her own yeah. damn logo. All right. Uh, podcast. Are you yes. telling me to make my own damn logo? That's what he just said. I to me? I was talking to Teresa. You oh, know what? Okay. It should be the, the ladies' room. It should be like a couch. Because like... it's like a pink couch. Because you know how ladies' rooms have I'll those couches just... that guys' rooms don't get? Which is unfair because I've gone to the washroom and I've wanted to lie down. <laughs> and there ain't no damn couch for me. I've... I've... I did not know that there were couches in girls' oh, bathrooms. Totally. Did you not know that? What? Oh my god! Why do you, why do you guys okay. get couches? Okay, like, there's just one bar. They get special napkin boxes. Yeah, too. there's this one bar back in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, that's a necessity. And the whole those are uh, the whole thing is those round. are depositories for and it's all mirrors like all the way around, and then the sinks are like why in a separate room. It's all all the doors have mirrors on them, women and then are vain. women are vain. And then there's like these uh, there's like a, one of those dips Wait, like, in the you, stalls, the mirrors. This on the outside of the stalls, all the doors are mirrors, so they're all like it's a round room. All the stores are stalls. Oh, it's like that scene in Conan the Destroyer where and he's got to defeat that wizard by destroying the mirrors in the. Oh walls. yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> the Crystal anyway, Palace and then on the water. This big, like big cushy round couch Zealand in the middle well. with like fluffy pillows and it and- spins. <laughs> No, <laughs> it's like an Austin Powers movie. <laughs> David Bowie is oh, look, I fell over. <laughs> look, I fell over again. <laughs> so, that's, so you yeah. think that so logo that, should just be a she, pink couch in the middle of a fucking bathroom with mirrors? Why don't you do a riff? Why don't you do a riff on like the back of the pink ladies' jacket from Greece? What I think it should be it should be a pink couch. Yeah, a love seat. And it's got how many are you? Four. I don't know. Whoever the hell wants okay, well, to Okay, well, whoever your primaries are, that many mics on the couches, <laughs> sitting on the couches. Whip it up. Lounging on the couches? Whip it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my idea well, so to the table is... Uh, now that everyone's well, ears Steve, are perked. Steve probably has a good idea. My idea to the table is uh, do, a, do a run on the pink lady's jacket from Greece. The back no, of the jacket. No, I hate Greece. But put the... Okay, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> Who hates Greece? By All right, the way? I, I to, do. to bring it back a little bit to the structure of this fucking Greece. mess of a show. We're gonna talk about that. Archie get... went to their school. It was Riverdale High. Doesn't even. Matter. That would have been awesome. Eh? What is they wrong? Okay, no. We, okay, we need to take a second. What is wrong with Greece? I hate Greece. But why? Because Don't every no, 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 no. Okay. Well, I mean... No, the movie's great, but the fact that they pummeled it into our heads ever since we're like three in New Zealand fucking sucks. They I tell us. Home. They tell us it's the best movie of We're all time. We're not doing the Erica's like. <laughs> That's just because oh, I'm Johns it's from down under. It. No, it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. If and then at every at every dance, sex, they play all of the Grease songs, mm-hmm. and then everyone sings along, and I'm in the bathroom killing myself. Oh, yeah. That's a oh, shame. You're that girl at the school. Yeah. Because you're <laughs> you're missing out because it was so. It was no. It was drilled into our heads. Because wasn't Sandra D from Down Under? She was from Australia. Yep, yeah. Olivia Newton-John. So same oh. general area. <laughs> <laughs> Roughly. You're lucky you're on the other side of the table. <laughs> I'm using it to my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got it all out of our systems now. Stacy, jeez. I love Greece, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to let's try to do a little bit of structure. Okay. This important okay. show. Well, no, we, 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 hang, we, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Pink ladies or something. Pink ladies. Yeah. Okay. Apparently the pink ladies are out. That was a really good idea. And I appreciate your saying. No, it wasn't. Moderator. It was a shitty idea. <laughs> it wasn't a shitty idea. It was a good idea. You just don't like Greece, so it was a bad idea. Well, idea. you had no idea that. For I those like that Greece. don't know, <laughs> coming up, uh, 
you seen the 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 chattings on Twitter? Is Ashley is going to be doing uh, hosting her own podcast? It's going to be hosted on WyomanPodcast.com, but she's going to be doing uh, her own show called The Ladies Room. Mm-hmm. Tell us what it's all about. What's the plans? What's the vision? What's the goals? The plans, the visions, and the goals. Well, you came up with the idea. I, thought I did come up with the idea. So okay, so what it is is um, I know that you guys in particular have put the word out many, many times for people to come on the podcast. And I've noticed that there's been like a specific void of particular females in town who won't come on the podcast. Particular? Yeah, that just like there are, the a few, there are a few who haven't names? put their hands up. No, there's just a few people who haven't put their hands up. Because Oh, because they just don't want to be around Todd and me? No, 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 no not that at all. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But I think like there are some like there are some people who may be more comfortable hanging out with women and doing a podcast over having a male-dominated podcast. Well, actually, as I, I have noticed that, actually, because when it's... you guys guest on the podcast, <laughs> as I'm doing it, uh, when you guys <laughs> guest on the podcast, you notice that, like, uh, you guys tend to, like, you guys have valid opinions, especially um, uh, McMurray Musings. And uh, the, the thing is, like, yeah, sometimes it's overshadowed by the fact that we joke around a lot. And that's not a bad thing. It's because yeah, like, no, it's, it's not a are. bad thing at all. I mean, but, like, it's not our intention to you know overshadow a, wo- uh, a woman's opinion or uh, or voice on the podcast. So I, 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 I think don't it'll get be it. Like, to just see a, a, a female centric podcast where it's like YMM women's voices. Yeah, more and, yeah. yeah, more female based than male based. Because I mean, you guys you guys come up with your topics. We talk mm-hmm. about your guys' topics, but there are things that girls might want to talk about. Yeah. That are different to things and guys want to talk about. Like, I don't know, like women's perspectives on things can You're be a lot different to, to guys. That, Todd. Hmm. You'll see from the women's podcast. Listen You'll in and find out, folks. Listen in and find out, yeah. <laughs> I imagine I'll be the one editing the show. So the ladies' room. I'll make some money. I'll sell the podcast. Three day marathon. I just got daggers from Ash. I didn't hear what you said. Ladies' podcast. Once a month on the YMN podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's good. Come flow with the one. I would actually like to see more of that because, like, um, I mean, obviously, <laughs> summers, summers are really yeah. busy for me. So, like, you know, I noticed that there's like a lot of guest pods best podcasts in YMM. If, if there period. Were, like, separate pods. You know. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was listening, Tito. I was just did anyone hear this? Did anyone hear that? No, I didn't. I didn't. Something. I was too busy to listening to Tito, guys. <clears throat> no, no, me and Steve were just going back and forth on what the was fucking. It? Well, I'm the just, flow thing. Uh, well, <laughs> the best podcast of YMM. Period. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. It wouldn't work if you use my lingo, which we discussed last time. I think. Get full stop. No, full stop. Yeah, what the fuck was that? That's we were talking about that's just the end of a sentence or a statement. Like a telegram? No, no. Uh, it comes from telegrams. Of. It comes from telegrams, but we say full stop instead of period in New oh. Zealand. Well, no, like it's it, it's it sounds brilliant. When you came up to me with the idea, I thought it was it's absolutely great, and the reaction that you got is just incredible. Oh yeah, compared I mean, to when me and Tito first was like, anyone want to do a podcast over a year ago, and it was just crickets. Yeah, and you know, even like that, even now it's kind of changed. So I think we've we've done our work, we've done our groundwork. We're this is episode forty, man. This is we're we're balls deep in this shit. Well, we're until fifty two. Fifty two will solidify us. Fifty. Well, 50. Is it because it's the new fifty two? What? No, never mind. Fifty two is a year, an official year. I was I was talking about comics. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there is an event in DC called fifty two. They have it every so often. The uh, no, so, but there's the new fifty two right now. Yeah, yeah it's a year after the reboot. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yay. So something look something to look forward to. It's going to be happening soon, very soon, extremely soon. Very soon. We are recording next Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. so look for it on ymanpodcast.com. It'll be posted through all of our stuff, but it'll be well hosted as in service through all of our web We've links. got like <laughs> seven who want to be on it on Sunday. So well, it's going to be interesting because like, well, then we'll have like yeah. topics it's and it'll be like the guy's perspective and the girl's perspective of the same topic. Well, I yeah, think that, I think it'll be pretty cool. And we, we touched on that just kind of, oh, I lost my words. What did we touched on earlier? We <laughs> touched each other, but I can't do it. More of that on That's for you, Michelle. Shit gets freaky in the ladies' room. <clears throat> so, like I said, it's something to look forward to. I think it's a fantastic idea. Ashley's going to be complete control, and we're going to hear some great, great stuff. So, yeah. are you guys? Is it like a strict no guys policy? No, uh, actually, we were discussing that. I was discussing it with people. I don't know who. Anyway, that we will be having guy guests on the show, depending on what the topics are. Because I know it's probably going to get a little risque a couple little. of times. So we'll see what happens. We may need some guy opinion. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm confused by your overpowered statement or how to hmm? how, how do well, we... Well, if there's if there's four women at the table and one guy, it's a lot different than right now where there's three guys at the table and two girls. Yeah. It's a male-dominated environment. I don't get it. Does that make you not want to say your opinion? No, 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 not at Let, all. Let's do but, a parable. Um, look at, uh, like, oh, I, I was actually re-listening to the last Cinepiles and we were talking about how Brave is the first female-centered... Uh, Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like we don't see it because we're guys and we're kind of we have that quote unquote privilege of the fact that we don't see the world the same as girls where you know like even in Avengers right like it, it, it's five guys and one girl right mm-hmm. well, like, but it's funny because speaking of the Avengers I feel like Joss Whedon is one of the best writers of female characters you know, in yeah. Hollywood and he did, today. And he did a great job uh, but what I'm getting at is like I, I like right away off the get go like the one thing I'm saying is uh, I, I'm expecting in Avengers two is more female characters right so it's just you guys got me so confused okay I'm I... gonna cut in right now Stacy and I are perfectly comfortable with you three it's true excellent solidly yeah, talking we, in code let's go to the bedroom right now <laughs> solidly means opposite no but we all share common <laughs> no, okay. interests so yeah, it works but... it does but. There are other girls in town who may feel like they don't have anything in common with you guys. I mean, how many girls out there are interested in comics, are interested in the Avengers, are interested in all the stuff? When we went to the midnight release and we're like, what, the fourth in line? And then, you know, midnight comes and there's like a giant line in the hall and we look back and we're like the two, two, three females. Yeah. Uh, I understand understand that reference. It's just like, what I'm curious is that people did not want to come on the podcast with Tito that's and I. Not, Here's the problem, that's not You're making exactly it about yourself, saying. and it's really not. It's really it's not. not. It's I'm just, what I'm saying is there's there's girls who are going to be more comfortable with girls the whole time. And if I want to talk about girl topics, it's a little hard when it's a male-dominated environment. We can talk about periods and... It's not, and no, it's like, not about... You're, you're not you're, getting you're it. You're making it about how you have It's just you're, a joke. It's, it's... Yeah, it's... I mean, girls... Stop. Girls... It's <laughs> girls think completely differently to guys. And Fair I enough. think it might be nice to Fair portray enough. See, it. Fair enough. If no one wants to come right? sit on the podcast with me... Oh, Todd! Fuck, fuck y'all. And you can it, go on it, it comes down to... It comes down to see a need, fill a need. No, I... You think that there's a niche that needs to be addressed and you're going to do that. I just think it helps actually because mm-hmm. what what I think it's the first step into trying to create a network incorporating no, I, I think it's a good thing and I think it'll uh, I think it'll really pick up speed because 
Um, I mean, no offense to us, but like uh, Ashley, um, Shannon, um, McMurray Musings, and hopefully Stacy in the future because we haven't seen really a lot of Stacy yet. Um, uh, that uh, they tend to stay more on topic than we are, than we do. Mm, like we, we'll we see what really, happens. we get distracted so easily. I think, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, do, you there's so many different Just opinion girls. That's the problem, Mike. Just watch you loud or no, no. You want? I want you up here. here. Bam! You're, you're, that don't do that because it's just like <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I all think right, here's, be here, here, To put some final thoughts on this, all you guys have wicked ideas. You have the vision that I want to do, but let's just do one first and get that under our belts. We, we are. Oh, oh yeah, it's well, well, yeah. very smart. Very smart. Yeah. It, once we get it. one done, once we get the logo <laughs> and shit figured out, we'll... Well, you gotta not, bust through some, about- some real skanks, some bus station hoes before you can move on to some real prime. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta slay a couple once, dragons to get to the prince. That's what it is. Once yeah. we get the one done and things are looking good, we will. I will go heaven and earth to, to get it switched up because I do like the idea of a network and it's perfect. Let's just get one done. That means that your house is gonna be busy like seven days a week. Maybe we can start. Maybe we can start renting the dining room table studios. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So or invest in the fucking coming soon studio. So anyway, so look at that. Uh, ladies' room is going to be uh, a podcast coming up. Uh, f- it's going to be actually show, like I said many times, and it's going to be on our website for now, or well, permanently, but it'll feed my change. So that's coming up. We just had some epic fucking shit going down in Fort Mac for the last week. I thought, mm-hmm. and it's been pretty crazy. There's, it's been a lot of activity. Last Sunday, we kind of made a little bit of history that I touched on in the intro to episode thirty-nine. Uh, we did our first live stream podcast, which I thought was uh, very, very, successful. very interesting. Successful to me, like if it, it was great to actually get some numbers and look at it. And I was very surprised by the numbers, but even if the numbers were like two or three, I had a fucking blast. And I think it was, I think people got involved. Like the chat room was a wicked idea. No, yeah, it was that amazing. Definitely will be done in the future. And uh, it's a great episode. I, I know the downloads on it. I think are spiking people that wanted to listen to it. So yeah. Um, it was a, it was, yeah, so good job on the word choice. Steven I mean, was successful. Uh, honestly, like, I, I think it was more about what everyone was talking about. And I know I arrived, you know, at halfway point towards the end, but like, I found it a really hard podcast to do. Like, mm-hmm. it was really hard. It was like, difficult. Even, it was like, draining. I mean, I, I mean uh, not so much talking about it, but just listening to it. Like, I mean, I've, like, I've had this entire week, I've been, uh, like, off because of the events that happened, right? Because mm-hmm. it still hasn't really sunk in, right? So, mm-hmm. well, me and you actually, uh, we went down. Uh, Thursday we went to Edmonton yeah. and we actually uh, stopped I wanted to make a point to stop by the accident site just to drop off a little little note just to say that we're thinking about them and we are pursuing change so yeah I saw that note it was yeah. quite a yeah, celebration when we even were yeah, yeah. my brother Ben stopped at the spot it was quite uh, it's quite difficult to even look at and see and, and uh, I don't want to call myself creepy but I was kind of relieved when I seen other notes there too that uh, people with the exact same idea they had a card yeah flowers and there was flowers there and, and we all it was kind of scattered so we kind of all put them all in the one spot mm-hmm. so it was it has it was a difficult week and all like with the more news that uh, got released out of it like I know they had the funeral today oh just finding out information that as it was released about each of the victims individually and their stories was just the fact that it was drawn out like that just meant like each day or each two days was like it learning about it all over again. Yeah. yeah. No, it, and it was, it was pretty absolutely unreal, but some positive, uh, some positive things came of it. Uh, well, yeah, I'm guessing this is your segue into the rally, right? Me and you are just, I just, well, I just want to talk about that so much. That's all it's you. Well, 
uh, right now, who was there? Like me and yeah, me and Tito were at Edmondson. I was working. You were working. I think you were working too, Ashley. You made a point. Uh, so. I was there. She for got there for the demonstration at the end, the which was very powerful. Yeah. So the floor is yours, sir. Take us through. Well, that's just a quick little setup. Uh, right after the accident that happened, a group came on Facebook. It was organized by Ashley St. Croix, or St. Croix. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong. And Nicole. Pretty sure it's Croix. Hmm. Ashley and Nicole. <laughs> and right. uh, they had a website designed actually by our good friend Patrick Kirby as well, uh, twin63now.ca. Uh, so you can still, it's the website was designed for the protest, but you can still get some information on it now as well. Yeah, it's kind of a hub. Yeah, of uh, there's a few of them out there. Twin sixty three is also another. There's one a link to the start. petition in case you haven't signed it yet. There's information on. I mean, they said at the rally that this was just the beginning. So yeah. keep your so eye on that website. Girls, for, they, they went on Facebook. They wanted to set up uh, the protest. Uh, a certain protest is what they wanted to set up, and we kind of touched on it during the live show last week when uh, it was kind of the debate of what they were going to do at one point, and I kind of. There was talk of blockading the, the highway. There was talk of doing a rally at the provincial building. Uh, I kind of put my feelers out there and tried to get them on the show, uh, which hopefully we can do in the future to talk about it some more. Uh, of course, right now they are beyond busy, so hopefully we'll get to them soon. But it was settled on a rally at McDonald Island. Uh, through an unfortunate series of events, there was um, that was uh, at McDonald Island Park eventually was originally set to be tagged along at the Syncret Sport and Wellness Center along with Family Safety Day from Safe Communities Wood Buffalo, which has a department which is road safety, which it only made sense. It's fucking brilliant. It only made sense. Here's the thing, though, and a lot of people are, are, are getting angry at the municipality, angry at Keanu and all this stuff. Here's the thing. They just reseeded the uh, Corliss Field, and when they found out, according to Facebook, that there was going to be about 2,500 people coming, and they realized that there wasn't space at... Um, the uh, event for safe communities with Buffalo. And uh, I mean, this is through the grapevine. I don't actually have any confirmation on this, but I'm pretty confident that what happened was they, uh, the rally did not have a permit. So they were jumping piggybacking on with safe communities with Buffalo permit. But the RMWB said, you can't have that many people because they're going to destroy all the money that we just spent on reseeding Corliss field and the grass around there. So if all those people come, if you join up with this rally, we can revoke the permit and you can't have your event. So, in a mad dash, they uh, decided to find a different place. A lot of people were saying, well, it's a, it's a goddamn protest. Why are you trying to do it by the book? But I think it legitimizes the cause to be asking, can we have this Absolutely. here? Peaceful yeah. protest, intelligent yeah. arguments that will really be noticed by those who have the power to do something about it. So, um, and I want to thank Tim Reed personally and the entire my team for waiving the week-long permit and insurance um, bureaucracy that would have had to have been taken care of because they found out three days before the rally that they had to, no location to have it. So they really, McDonald Island Park really helped out with um, making it organized, letting it happen there. So they really went out of their way. They also did, um, in McDonald Island, if you went in and purchased food from any of their vendors, I believe they put a donation towards... Oh, well, I didn't know about that, but families. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. they were really well, on board I heard with about it. about that on Twitter. I read that on Twitter, too, and they yeah. had, like, food there at the event. Right? They had food at the event also, yeah. Take us through the event. Well, as for the rally, I showed up there just in time. Like, I um, got got to McDonald Island Park about 10 after 11, and there was already a big crowd there. I would say, at that point, about 700 people, um, which is a little bit shy of the 2,500, but then again, that's what always happens with people that just click join on facebook and everything Coney, join yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah it's easier to click a button than it is to actually get out somewhere but and i mean uh, parking is an issue i'm sure that some people were just contemplating all that ish you know there's so many different factors but i'd say my estimate is about 700 people when i first arrived there oh when you first got yeah there, okay. 
And uh, there was just starting to be some activity on the stage. Ashley and Nicole were there, of course. Um, and uh, there, we, we heard some original music from some local artists. I, I know Mackenzie Wallace had an original piece of uh, music that he played with uh, his, his group of guys. And then um, there was another group. I didn't catch the name, uh, but they had another original song that was written <coughs> about the cause and about the accident, about the incident. So it was really powerful stuff, really captivating the audience. Uh, Teresa Wells, McMurray Musings, she was asked to speak. Of course, that's... Um, I think directly related to the open letter to Alison yeah, Redford that's on her blog. Yeah, she did a good blog post about what she, like, her speech is written on her blog post now, and it's an excellent... Uh, yeah, a great sentiment there. Read, like, we is. also heard from, um, we heard from a woman who lost her son on New Year's Eve on that stretch of road. So we heard for the testimony from people who have been directly re- related to the incident without being directly related to Friday's crash. Um, and who else did we hear from? Oh, um, one of the most powerful moments for me was when uh, Dion, I always pronounce his last name wrong, yeah. Dion Lefebvre. I had to add Lefebvre. Lefebvre, yeah. whatever. I, I, I can't was. pronounce I French. Was. He was... Um, now, I don't know what his background is. He may have some background in emergency response, but he's essentially civilian first responder on the scene because mm-hmm. it took an hour for emergency crews to respond. So he was there literally pulling the children out of the burning vehicles. Wow. And he spoke, and his, one of his big sentiments, I, and I want to quote, I tweeted about it, was that he said, it's time for big oil to step up and get something fucking done. On live national coverage news, there's cameras everywhere, and I couldn't applaud him more for that, and the crowd was going nuts for it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And just a lot, we heard so many stories. Um, The big oil comment I don't really agree with, but we discussed this uh, the week prior. I think there's something to be said for the fact that there's so much um, importance laid on safety out at the sites, and yet almost none on for those that are paid to commute along the highway. In the community already, like uh, like I said, it's it's. Well, let's yeah, that's, that's a whole whole another uh, can of worms to open up. But um, uh, I love opening them up. But let's finish the rally here first. <laughs> we, we also heard from our new MLA elects uh, just days before being sworn in. Um, Don Scott, Mike Allen, they had very positive things to say. Um, some uh, direct information from the premier and from Deputy Premier Doug Horner, who originally had some pretty insensitive comments uh, that were publicized. Well, at but first he said we're since on then, schedule and we're going to keep doing what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, and kind of just like. I thought it was kind of flying in the face of everyone here in Fort McMurray who clearly are so passionate that Mm -hmm. they're having this rally. What's been the final word from the... Um, Well, we're still waiting on that cabinet. (laughs) It is a sign of transportation minister, right? Yeah. And get him to, or her to basically set a deadline. They're they're right, like, we're days um, after our MLAs being sworn in, and we're uh, about, I think, about a week away from uh, legislation, uh, legislature actually being open for the spring session, and therefore... You know, new cabinet being shuffled around, all that stuff. So they've got to figure out the politics of it and uh, get a, all their ducks in a row with that. And then I think we're going to have some very concrete timelines established because the premier is very clearly aware that that's what we want. We want not only progress, we want people uh, to be informed by those who are yeah. uh, creating that progress as to what's going on and when we can expect it to happen. Yeah. Um, and what else was there that uh, at that rally? The most powerful moment was the demonstration at the very end. Um, they had, uh, they gave a, a little break for lunch, about 20, 30 minutes, so that people could get some barbecue, which, um, they, uh, McDonald Island, I believe, supplied, or somebody supplied the food, and, uh, proceeds from the, uh, barbecue outside were going directly towards the families mm-hmm. involved in which the accident, is which is awesome. And, um, they had this demonstration where they got people to lay down according to their age. They'd give an age range, so it was basically generation by generation, and as they'd get those people lay down in the grass, they'd explain, 
that your age represents so-and-so from the accident specifically. And just to show that it doesn't just affect a certain group of people, it doesn't just affect a certain type of people, it affects everybody, all ages, indiscriminately, that highway is dangerous for all people that use it. And it was really amazing to see by the time they got everybody down on the ground, generation by generation, it was just a whole bunch of bodies laying down. And I certainly hope that that makes it onto the front page of some papers this week. Well, hopefully it will. I know a lot of the national media was talking about it, like quite literally me and my brother during the rally, which we would love to be there or really want it to be there. But we were driving up from Edmonton, so like I was actually on the highway during this rally, which I thought was kind of cool, inter- uh, kind of cool as well to read the tweets and and, and actually driving, like going past the accident scene. Not while driving, right? <laughs> I was in the passenger seat. My brother was rocking the steering wheel. The uh, it was eleven cops. I seen like the road wasn't too bad. It was actually pretty quiet. It was just Saturday midday, so I didn't expect it to be high flow, uh, no wide loads, nothing like that. Like and everyone was being sensible. Like there's no one. Passing on ridiculous sides. It was actually a really good drive up. But 11 cops we've seen from Edmonton to uh, to Fort Mac. So that covers 63. That covers Highway 55 and I think Highway 28. And uh, uh, to me, that was the most cops I've ever seen. And, and and to me, I'd be shocked if it wasn't that way. Because how could, um, how could a, a department ignore? You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't have to be ordered to do something about this when it's clearly quite visible in the news that you you hold the power to send some cops down the road for a little bit, even like call some people in overtime, just be like, listen, just patrol whatever section we have jurisdiction over, let's just try to make an impact or a visual difference, right? But 11, I was quite shocked the number, half of them, or more than half of them, had people pulled over at the time that we were uh, we were driving up, so mm-hmm. it was it was good, it was clearly, hopefully the it's the objective now is just to make sure it's not. Yeah, let's do something for a week and then go back to regular. It's it needs to. No, keep I hope that I hope that that doesn't happen. But I think it's great to have that presence out there. Um, and <clears throat> I've I've been seeing, unfortunately, I've been seeing a lot of Facebook posts and some tweets about that highway about people yeah. being upset that they can't speed because there's this increased police presence. Well, I posted good. something about that today. And I'm thinking I'm thinking one of the things that was that I've been trying to say and was very very well said at the rally was don't put up with people who are being reckless on that road. Yeah. If you're in a vehicle with somebody, you give them a piece of your mind. And it's it's a double-edged sword too because there's a few times we're going down like even with Tito and my brother like it's I don't want it to get to a point where you pass someone legally fine, just fine. And all of a sudden, everyone's running down their throats. Oh my God, you're driving so unsafe. Right? Yeah, who would do that? Commons. It's public. I'll say this right now. You said it happened Pu- that while you were on the road. Public people. No, I said I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I wouldn't be surprised well, either. Public me people in, in general quick. are very dumb, very stupid, very. Well, there's quick some people. <laughs> there's some people that draw a, lo- a hard line in the sand and then don't come back from that. Well, well there's a few times where I even told Tito Ben when I was driving down and said, I'm like, okay, I'm Pat, Buddy's going 90 or whatever. I'm, my well, mom. I want to finish what I said. No, wait, but my mom got pulled over today. Oh, wow. We don't know why. Oh, don't know why? She wasn't speeding. There's nothing wrong with any of their driving, but that, they got pulled over. I was a little over. bit worried about where? a little bit of overzealousness. Yeah. In they the were um, just, uh, just outside Mariana Lake, I think, mm-hmm. and they were pulled over. Were they ticketed at all? I, I'm not sure. She didn't, she didn't explain, but she texts me and she's like, we were just pulled over. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, we've seen like um, eight cops so far. And yeah, we were pulled over. And I was like, why? And she never got back to me. But Like I said, it's a double-edged sword. Like My biggest thing was you, you pass someone just fine, legally, yeah. everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden people are, are, may, may jump down your throats for, oh my God, you're speeding on this highway, or oh my God, this and yeah. that, right? And 
You could have the cops too that might be going a little yeah, bit well, over. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's where I'll start digging that in, right? They might start digging people going 105, 110 in the 100 zone. 110. 110. It, it makes sense in my head. <laughs> yeah. all that matters, really. And, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, where that has gone mostly ignored, and, and rightfully so, they're well within their power to do it. To get down to the moral and ethics of, of ticketing someone going 110 in the 100 zone, we can debate that for hours. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it is a double-edged sword when it comes to that because it, people you're going to get people that are going to freak out over the most minor shit. Yeah. But where do you draw the line, I guess? Yeah. The question. It's true. I would like to see phones get better at shit like that. Like, a series kind of like a step in that direction. I've noticed that series pretty good for that. If I get, like, a text, and what I'll do is I'll, I'll just uh, I'll talk. And send it through Siri instead of like. Yeah. There was an, I yeah. downloaded an app for Android where it reads your text. Mm-hmm. Fucking thing, I still can't sleep. I've, right. I've got it. It's just like it's creepy, creepy man. <laughs> I've, got, like, uh, I've got I've got an app that says I've got an app that doesn't read them, but it's so that you can send them um, just by voice. It's called Dragon Dictation. And the worst part about it is that it gets everything wrong. <laughs> you, you speak to it as clearly as possible and it just comes up with the worst version yeah. of what you just said. Try being me. we're getting there. We're trying getting to talk there. to that crap. Oh my god. But going back to what... Uh, delegate you- to the passenger. Get them to text. Get them yeah. to communicate. Don't touch my what if it's, if it's like cake steaks? <laughs> All the nudie pictures. <laughs> well, going back to what Dion said, too, and it's something uh, I've seen a lot of people like on Facebook and Twitter is just automatically like, I think we touched on it, too, on, on the live show where it's like, get the oil companies to do this and... and I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it's about getting them to do anything. It's about them stepping up. Yes, that's a different thing. There you go. I don't think there's an expectation, or I don't think there should be an expectation. Rather, however, don't don't get me wrong. If they came out like someone said it on Twitter too, if Syncrude came out with be like, here's a couple million for the highway project. I'm pretty sure the whole duck incident is fucking gone. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be, it'd, be, uh, it'd be great for their PR, essentially. It'd be a big guy. But I don't want people to sit there and just be like, it's because of the oil sands that this no. happened. Yeah. No, I don't think that's what they're saying. No, no, I know. I, just, I, I think some people are there. saying that. There there are there are I think a small number of people. That. Well, yeah. I think what they're saying is like they're more exasperated with bureaucracy of the municipal government and they want someone to step up. And the only other the only other group that really has that power is all these big businesses. Well, the jurisdiction falls into the province, not mm-hmm. the municipal um, oh, right. yeah, politics, sorry, yeah. f- for the highway in particular. But a big shout out too to uh, Carrie Power, January '82 on Twitter. Um, she was going down Edmonton, and uh, she was tweeting from the passenger seat, obviously. So, any yeah. reason why this is open? Uh, to cool it off, which is quite cool right now. So you cool can it off. The upstairs, the, the whole uh, area. Give her yeah. well, maybe, that was hot. If you want to shut before. those two windows too, yeah. it'll stop the flow. Um, like I said, big shout out to Carrie Power, January two on Twitter. She was going to Edmonton uh, sometime during the last week, and uh, she was saying about like vehicles passing stupidly and speeding and all this kind of shit. And uh, it was talked about in the live podcast too, where someone mentioned about taking photos and putting them on a wall of shame, and she kind of reiterated that. And uh, I really, th- I really want to advise against that for anybody because yeah. that, that is a well, that move. can also legally come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there can be ramifications. I think there's a couple of us yeah. on Twitter that 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 sent her a message back saying. If you have plate numbers, call the RCMP. If yeah. you have companies, call them. And to even point where I sent her contact info for uh, Villard was the company that she oh. distinctly said there. And literally, I just went on their website, Villard.com, and it was just like, for safety concerns, 
phone this number. Yeah. She said she did. They said they'd follow up. And she also, her biggest thing was, do we keep calling 911 just to report these drivers? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Call it. Yeah. 911 is an emergency, an emergency number, but it's trust me, they can situation. delegate and maneuver people. Tell them what the problem is. Tell them what you got. It's, they will follow up. Even her follow-up back was she reported, follow she reported up, a driver that was being stupid and speeding and I think passing on double solid. I mean, their report back was they didn't get him. But they're going to be issuing a warning to whoever's registered under that plate number. That is good. And, if, that and is if it so happens again, good. he will be mailed a ticket. They will be yes, mailed a ticket. Absolutely. Yeah. Aren't there specific lines that you can call to report bad drivers anyway? There, there, there you're are, not just going to dial 911. There, there are non-emergency. Line. Dial 911. I, I'm not going to get into but, well, telling everyone about know this number for your what, dial what I, was, what I was just about to say is, is, I mean, you can argue that it's an extreme example but i mean if you're being uh, let's just give an example of like a domestic abuse uh, abuse dispute if a woman or a man or whatever is locking themselves in a room and somebody's just having a rage fit outside and they call 911 they haven't been killed yet but they're concerned for it and if yeah. you're on the road and somebody's making those passes illegally and you're concerned, you're concerned for your safety i think that con- yeah. constitutes mm-hmm. an emergency dispatch and emergency yeah, communications is one of the fields that, I, that i'm currently in now and and i'll take up the task any communication center manager that that will rip on someone for saying why did you call nine one one to this number, and I'll I'll, I'll tell you guys right now ninety nine percent of them out there won't say a word. Nine one one is there to report emergencies to the RCMP. Tell them what you got. They'll file you under whatever they need to file. Mm-hmm. That's the right thing. Call nine one one. Don't be scared. Oh, this is an emergency. To an extent, it is. Call that number. Well, it's the, well, it's mean, the potential for some serious danger. Yeah. Has this, Friday's accident or, or, or crash or collision or whatever. I bet you're damn sure you wanna... that uh, all those people in that one vehicle are wishing someone called 911 if that person was speeding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. That, you know I mean? And I mean, like, you know, if you see smoke, call 911. It's not, oh, what's the wildfire number? The first thing you're going to do is pick up the phone exactly. and dial 911. It's the same thing. It's the same. Do you think is they don't call just out of fear that they will get ripped on for calling? Yes, I mean, it's not do. like it's not like the operator's going to be like, hey, don't call this well, line again. That's ingrained you know? in us when, it's, since we were children, right? What no, they that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's and the whole point, yeah. the whole point of, of it well, being three numbers is so that everybody knows what it is and what to call in the case of an emergency. Yeah. So, so that there's no hemming and hawing. What number do I call for this kind of yeah, thing? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, am I an Athabasca County? Yeah. Or it could be fucking... Police, fu- a police a fire department really ambulance. Yeah. 911. There's a really funny bit in... Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the series, but the, the IT crowd or the IT I crowd. I love the IT crowd. Yeah, and there's this one bit where the, like they change the emergency number into like this 14-digit <laughs> thing. So <laughs> easy to link for that one. Oh and they put it to a jingle. Just call zero one one eight nine zero two. Ow, bollocks. But I'm seeing change. Just even the monitoring twitter from the, the watchtower as tito called it <laughs> from the last week i'm seeing change tower yeah doing my twitter patrols oh gotcha <laughs> the uh, like superman flowing above earth's atmosphere <laughs> with your eyes closed i'm seeing change uh you, you, i'm seeing people like i said they're reporting bad drivers they're doing it properly um the blockade uh, blockading the highway which i thought was the dumbest idea that kind of cooled down people are taking a logical approach to this which yeah. is a proper way of doing it and, I agree. We, and, we're, and we're getting responses. The important thing now is there is definitely uh, the the beginnings of some public awareness and some r- a real paradigm shift in the town. Yeah. Speaking of public awareness, uh, kind of a negative thing happened. I guess Friday, uh, I was in Edmonton. But, well, so was Tito. Like, someone take me through what happened. It's like Keanu. a panty raid at Keanu. Yeah, fuck. I guess <laughs> it, like it kind of it kind of all shit went down hard. It came down as, as soon as I got to work, and so I was sort of um, hearing about it while the, uh, our news team was uh, 
looking into it. And uh, yeah, there, it's it's not so much the the faculty being laid off. I mean, there there's there's the argument to be made about the budget and everything. And my personal opinion is that if we had a record breaking Keanu Gala Foundation number of dollars raised, why can't some of that go towards the arts instead of towards uh, trades and especially seeing as those artists featured in the gala hey? exactly yeah. exactly it's been interesting because like but uh, well i was just going to say that uh, the the way that faculty members were dismissed was really really offensive in fact somebody mm-hmm. i know that works there that still has their job that wishes to remain nameless said that it was abusive straight up abusive and there's a couple what happened was different. they were they were escorted by security in front of the view of students in some cases the mm-hmm. uh, the three members of the vpa faculty in particular told they had 15 minutes to vacate grab their belongings from their offices and they were literally, literally escorted to their vehicles okay, and these li- are people that are that are uh, um, pillars of the community and have taught at that college for decades i'm gonna say something really quick right here um i work at canadian jewelers everyone knows that uh even if we they thought someone, no no well even if someone thought that someone had stolen something we wouldn't escort them out of the building in front of the other staff it's not how it works it's a, it's a slap it's, in the face. It's I just a big say, slap in the face, and especially for someone who hasn't done anything wrong. In regards to that, like there's a there's a couple multi-head problems with what happened with Keanu uh, down on that Faithful Friday. Uh, there's a few different fronts, all towards the same goal. But like, like to me, the biggest issue is is the getting rid of an arts program. But the way it got handled is is definitely an issue as well. But I just wanted to say, like, has anyone confirmed this? Like. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it has uh, been confirmed. It has been confirmed they did that. Like I'm just saying, a lot of sh- a lot of people, like, even the guys well, that get, it has going to exaggerate if they're pissed off. And this, well, it's the it's the mantra of well, believe uh, none of what I, you I hear. I guess let, what let's, you see. let's assume let's assume the listeners don't know exactly what we're talking about at this point. And essentially, I guess what happened was on Friday, Twitter kind of lit up. A lot of tweets from students specifically talking mm-hmm. about uh, basically the entire arts department, visual arts department of Keanu College here in Fort Murray basically being vacated, that uh, the staff wasn't given any chance to to uh, get rid of their belongings or take their belongings, basically 15 minutes uh, security escort to get out of the building. Basically, everyone's left in the dark. No one really knew what was going on, but a lot of people were outraged, specifically uh, the younger community, especially the graduates out of that program. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I would also say those who are one year into it wondering what's going on with their mm-hmm. program. Well, their program. the second year students um, actually barricaded themselves in one of the classrooms, and that's when the whole upheaval came. They barricaded themselves in, and they took to social media. They called all the yeah. radio stations. They called the newspaper to let everyone know about the social injustice. Now, mm-hmm. Like most of the second years were there when you know their teacher, you know their mentor was. You know, removed, get taken such. out in yeah. such yeah. an insulting way. Insulting way, now, yeah. and which is unprofessional. I don't, unprof- I don't know if that was the same um, tactic that was used with those in other departments that were let go. But I don't want to. Uh, uh, clearly, publicly, the uh, the VPA program in the arts has taken a very big hit, and people are very aware of that. But there's there was cuts throughout the faculty, mm-hmm. throughout the entire college, and I don't want that mm-hmm. to be now. Now, shortly either. thereafter, uh, Keanu actually released an official statement on the website, basically stating that there was an exact exaggeration on social media saying that only one member was escorted that in that manner this is what they're saying that what their official statement said and basically they went on to elaborate as to why this occurred and it was because of budget cuts and that they couldn't fund it because of low attendance etc which is understandable this was immediately immediately responded by uh, a lot of the former students basically saying that a lot of the facts that they were put, uh, a lot of what they were putting was I- incorrect i've got what alex rushdie yeah, had yeah as a dissection he basically right here called bullshit on it and a lot of people basically 
said, yeah, no, it was complete bullshit. Now, but what part's <clears throat> bullshit? Uh, basically, the dis- uh, from the dismissal that it, it wasn't just one faculty member okay. that was like that. that Secondly, the, atten- the attendance statistics that they released there that only four members, uh, there were only four graduates from the program on, uh, I forget which year that they mentioned yeah, from I last year. Yeah, I read actually. Yeah, but, so, if, but, but okay. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm finishing a thought here. Sorry, go ahead. And, and uh, basically, uh, the, the point I want to, I want to bring up is, okay, first of all, the practice of dismissing people fifteen minutes uh, in fifteen minutes with security escort—it's actually not unheard of. It's actually a very standard practice amongst uh, big business, uh, especially uh, administrative business. Uh, the reason for it is usually caused because a lot of evidence of which um, wrongdoing is usually found on a person's PC, and the reason they, they 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 do it very suddenly is because they want to make sure that that person doesn't get rid of anything that might incriminate them later on. I'm not saying that that implies anything. I'm just saying that that's usually why that practice is. As as much as people joke about it, what Office Space said, too, about. Secondly, uh, the other uh, thing I want to mention is even if there was a budget cut, uh, this is not this would be information that would have been told to the faculty members months in advance, not all of a sudden. Now, the statement says that the faculty members were advised previously and that they were trying to rearrange things. Students and people that have posted on Twitter say that is not the case. That's well, not what happened. So it all stinks of high heaven of either the 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 either Keanu hasn't released some information that is pivotal to know about this the why everything happened or basically this staff got the bums rush. Well, there's I think it's I think it's been um, I think it's been brewing for for quite a while. I mean, we can look back to the protest that was held in uh, Doug, uh, Doug McRae Park. Howard Pugh, wasn't it? No, Howard Pugh is in um, oh, the one at Waterways. House. I believe the one that, it, I want to say Doug Barnes, but that's no, it's, it is Doug McCray Park yeah. at Keanu. Um, there was that musical protest that they did yeah. when they uh, were cutting the musical instrument yeah. repair program, program and yeah. other cuts to that uh, VPA department happened. And there was a clear message, I think, sent from not only the students, the other faculty members, and the community to the college, which was, I, they weren't anticipating that reaction, although when it happened suddenly they were able to anticipate it and i um i know for a fact that a lot of faculty members were literally given a gag order and they are not allowed to speak about this publicly for fear of losing their pension so they they've been strong-armed into being silent about this so that this process of dwindling the arts even though they say they want to create more variety for the fine arts in the in the community and at the college clearly clearly they have had plans to uh, it doesn't take a scientist to figure any of this out. Like to me, like I said, how it was kind of a multi-pronged, uh, uh, like a, a reaction to it. Like there's a lot of people that are saying that how they were dismissed is wrong, which by the sounds of it was. Uh, but it's just something that I've never really like focused on. Like I feel bad for the people that lost their jobs, especially if if what happened was true, which it sounds like it was. Uh, very publicly, very shameful. But you know what I mean. But essentially, if a if a company wants to be fucking dicks, they can be. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, it's insulting. It's all this. But if Keanu wants to be like that, they don't care how people react. They can very well do shit like that. But what I'm more concerned with, and this is just me, it's, I don't speak for anyone else. I just speak for me, is I'm worried about the arts section of this community. And and, and you're not the only one. You're well, not no, the only like, one. You know what I mean? like, I There's feel people that aren't even from this community that are concerned. wondering why Fort McMurray yeah. is like so just, far behind places even well, like here, Grand Prairie. I, I can tell you right now... Um, Fort Murray has actually lost a lot of potentially, uh, a very, uh, not even potentially, of very talented artists already. Mm. I mean, I can tell you just uh, the the film background type stuff. I mean, um, I know several several filmmakers that are from Fort Murray that are doing really well outside of Fort Murray, and 
you know, maybe if we had a better arts program here, we, that, that talent would have stayed at Fort Marie a little bit agree. longer. Completely agree. And I think that is, like I said, in my opinion, that's the tragedy in all this. And I think uh, at the same time, I, I really feel that Keanu needs to make a decision here because the, the truth is I don't think they know what they are because we, we've, we've got a college that is basically a stepping stone to either trade school or to going to university. Is that what they want to be or do they actually want to develop full bachelor programs or you know full trades uh, full trades school school practices? The debate was being made. I remember having this conversation with a friend a, a while ago, basically talking about well, if Keanu if Keanu geared itself as a trade school, that would be fine if they wanted to be a trade school. Just be a trade school. Don't be half this and half that's that, that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why no, that's why their attendance is low, is because well, why am I going to go to an intermediary school if I could get accepted to the school directly? I would I would uh, argue that, that is one of the reasons. The other reason is that the college, in my opinion, has not. Uh, I mean, I. There's a there's been a couple of snafus within the marketing and and um, PR departments of the college, and there's been a lot of turnaround, and that can hamper things. But there hasn't been enough information put out to the public and put out not just here in the community, but just out into the you know ether of people that are looking for programs that are what they want to do with their lives. There hasn't been enough exposure of the fine arts programs in the VPA. Well, that's the thing. Like, whereas it, it's constant bombardment of the industry trades. and trades even, programs. It, it even said in that open letter uh, from the Akano, they're trying to predict where the shortage for careers is going to be, and they want to... Like, it, it doesn't take a, a genius to know that they want to gear themselves well, for clearly trades, because this is what people come to Fort McMurray for. And clearly, I get there, it, are, I there is it. more demand for those yes. programs. However, uh, the, the when they point to the low enrollment and, and decline in enrollment in the fine arts programs, that might have been true a few years ago, but in recent years, it's actually been an increase yeah. year well, by year. It, to me, instead of asking a program due to low enrollment, like which to me, like... Without an attempt to market it better. Exactly. Like, instead of axing the program, let's try to do something to fix it. Let's try to get it more well-known. So where does that leave us right now? Public public theater or... uh... Well, that's that's what we need to figure out. Like, to me, like, uh, one of Former Murray's biggest challenges is community image. What builds a great community but a cultural arts area? Call Mm -hmm. it a department, call it a section, call it a fucking community. In in my opinion... We need to to develop that, and and to me, you need to put more money into it. Does it suck right now? Yes, it does, but the only way... You you can't just ax it and get rid of it. You've got to do something to make it better. I I think it needs to be nurtured. It doesn't really suck. I mean, it's developing. I mean, look at at Interplay last year at King Street. I'm like, this is actually really smart, because King Street could be a cultural... That's it would be a really neat little hub. We've got the right? Heritage Park there. We've got the, you know, we got a high school. We've got the the college there. Absolutely, right? the venues alone uh, make more sense in that part of town. Absolutely, yeah. but to me, like it seems like piano. And like I said, it's just to me, it, it makes sense what they're doing. Like they want to focus on trades if that's what they want to do. Like I said, how they went about shit that on Friday, completely unprofessional. But that beside the point is, we're losing arts programs. We're losing. We're axing. Stuff that can make this community a better place as a whole, yeah. right? Well, and I feel not like just it's, train up process operators and shipping them out. It, it, you know what I mean? Like that's exactly the point that I was about to make. Is that uh, the the industry doesn't really need the boost? It doesn't really need the help. It doesn't need the the handheld. That's it's already booming. Well, I mean, they've already got so many deals with like uh, the Northern uh, Alberta Institute of Technology. Technology today, right? So I mean, they've already got that going for them right so um, it, it's really bothersome because when you even you post this on facebook and i even hear from uh art students you know friends of mine that basically left for murray to go to school to other universities and they're pissed off of it uh, at it because they're like this is exactly the reason why i left because there's not enough su- to support yeah. 
you know, uh, at being an artist in Fort McMurray. There's actually so, something interesting that I learned recently from um, a very, very, very close friend who's pretty into the arts in Fort McMurray. She um, was talking to me about a document that has been released from some university in the States somewhere. I can't quote it, nothing. But apparently um, this guy who has a doctorate has been talking about how humans don't need art. And <laughs> it's, but the big problem here is, I, I know I watched all of your faces go, what? But one of the biggest problems is this is something that schools are using. They're going, oh, well, this doctor wrote this, so let's X mm. out our arts <laughs> programs. And I, it might not be the case for Keanu College, but it has been happening in the States. Oh, people, a doctor right. wrote people, that Greece isn't healthy for well, you. I mean, you know, body. Yeah, no, but you know what I'm saying? No, like, you're, you're, you're talking it's almost, insanity. Almost like, uh, almost like Marxist pro- propaganda. Where it just it was hitting right at the right time. Yeah. So like it's this doctrine that maybe basically it's like we're in the middle of a recession. Obviously we don't need the arts because we need we need more trades. We need this to happen. It's exactly. Like, I mean you can't go to to you can't go to the extremes. That's where but that's why we're getting into these problems in the first place. It's something mm-hmm. that's been taken into consideration. It takes all kinds to make a community. It does. Well, and I, in my personal opinion, art is the only on reason art. that it, life is worth fucking living. I mean, <laughs> like, the world up. we live Procreation in is a piece of art for God's is why sake. we're here. How many times have like like. We talked about what to do to change a person's perception of Fort McMurray. How many lists has a Keanu production or, or on like the Interplay Festival? Yeah. This is what arts is. And Keanu yeah. may be saying, oh, we're not cutting these programs. Essentially, they are. Yeah. They're trying to change. Like They're, they're going for the dollar value of to have a trades college over what can make this community more Enjoy, more now, home like I guess more I, hometown yeah De- uh, devil's advocate I mean where where uh, where does the mayor fit into this does she even have a say in, in this no. I don't think I've heard a public I mean no. opinion on this from I, her. I would actually I like to hear a statement she... from the mayor in regards to this because I mean I, I would say that would say, be, I, I'm sure I she has some very intelligent oh, things to say she's in such direction. an interesting woman. it's funny because someone said that the Keanu did this at the right time to try to see if this will be buried underneath the highway the highway uh, movement right well good timing because it was the end of their season too right because it's trying mm-hmm. to just oh by the way we've cut programs yeah but how about, the, how about that highway right and- <laughs> I think I think that's I think that there is some logic to that but I honestly think that it's the opposite effect is happening because people are galvanized already people and are, angry. are starting to learn how to rally pretty well yeah. well I for one speak of rally like as we are the arts we're involved with the arts pretty heavily and i consider this podcast my art so i think we can lead a change on this one well this is what's interesting because this is where we get into remember how we were talking about extreme actions on the highway with universities traditionally that's where extreme action is usually widely accepted in mm-hmm. terms of like let's lock ourselves in the university well look at like that's Montreal. not unheard of mm-hmm. and it's usually pretty socially accepted why because yeah. The power in a university isn't with the faculty; it's with the students. They're yeah. the ones that pay the bills. So, I mean, I'm not I, I'm not telling anyone to take any action, but I mean, like, you're well within your rights. This is your education. This is what you're paying for. Yeah. So, if you're pissed off, I mean, yes, let and it be people known. Are. But I want I, uh, no, definitely. And like I said, I'd rather see people lock themselves into a gymnasium or classroom than blockade a highway. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? That, like, that's what that's, I'm getting I at. I think is, everyone is, wants is, to see we, that because the thing is, uh, a university Don't tends to Quebec, be its, the, the, the a university tends to be its <laughs> own kind of community in itself, right? Yeah. So within right. that within that realm, that you know, the, the students really have the power to do what they wish uh, in terms of letting the faculty know or, or the administration know that they're not happy. I mean, it happens at universities all the time. Well, I so want to start. I think it was a really poor, poor action from Keanu doing something so drastic because 
I anticipate a, a just as drastic retaliation from the student body. Well, let's uh, like to me, I think I we agree. should take a lead on this one. I want to do a, a YMM Save the Arts, some kind of campaign. I want to prove that in order to make everyone keeps saying home, not boomtown, hometown. There's a Facebook page for oh, Save the Arts. Save the Arts. Well, fucking, <laughs> so I was like, damn it. <laughs> Well, and that's another, that's another thing that I was going to say. That page was, I believe, created uh, as a result of the musical instrument repair and other music courses being uh, having some some access. So the, the resources, the um, uh, internet infrastructure for but that's the thing, opposing like, this is already existing, this and people have jumped I'm, all over that page I'm again. I'm kind of like in a little wishy washy thing. Like, I'm, I'm I'd like to think that Keanu wouldn't axe a program that has high enrollment. I don't think. Like, come on, guys. That doesn't make common sense. You know what I mean? It does. It does when you look at a different program with a demand where there's a waiting list. Fair enough. Like, I'm. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, Keanu, like, should we focus our anger on Keanu? Probably. I'm more looking at we need to develop an arts community. I agree. A lot of people. And uh, one of the biggest that, arguments against the region is there's just nothing to do here. A lot of people still have the mindset that the only things to do here are work, drink, so do, do drugs, target, and sleep. But. If if we want to have plus go to a play if we, if we want to have more interesting and more diverse and uh, a, a more a bigger variety of things to do to spend our time with uh, I- enriching our lives that's where the arts comes in. Well, we just seen uh, we just seen the Farms with Invention last night. Like, yeah, this I know. Like I said, Keanu says that these aren't going to be affected. I call bullshit. They will be. Well, half of the cast the more than, more than half of the cast Bingo. of the last. Four years that have been here seeing Keanu Theater Company productions have all been VPA students or VPI alumni. Yeah, that, that's very that's a very uh, stupid mentality because that's like saying a movie will be good if you have shitty actors in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, no, it's point. a great story, but if you got shitty actors in your movie, yeah. it's gonna suck. Yeah. It's gonna suck. No damn fucking no. damn. It will the, affect. It directly affects. One of the actors last night was. Big on the Save the Arts page. That's what I was reading I last night on Facebook. Yeah, so. I mean to to name some names. Uh, an alumni, Alex Rusty, has been very very vocal about oh, this. Yeah. Uh, I believe uh, Elaine Bevins, Winner of best film, Amelie Gonzalez. Yeah, look, there you go. It's right. Several people that were in the Farnsworth Invention and Fuck have been in other yeah. plays are yeah. getting very vocal about this. These are students. Yeah. These are students of Keanu that are posting as their cover image on Facebook. That image that's going around with Keanu Theater uh, the or Keanu's logo and Heartless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Actually, that's a good look. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a really intelligent design. And these are people that are going to the school. These are people wow. that are part of the student body that feel this strongly about it. So, like, we where do they sit right now? It's like, oh, yeah, thanks for your money. I guess you have to transfer to a new school now. I don't think yeah, details, I don't think details does, are out yet. Well, well, I mean, first-year students will be work? able to complete their programs. But uh, in some cases, diploma programs are being switched to certificate programs. Mm-hmm. So the money that you're putting in for your tuition towards a goal and towards a, a specific oh, piece of paper has now all of a sudden been changed to a less... Uh, weighted piece of paper. Yeah, and it, and like like I said, they're making all these moves for trades, and to me, I think that is such a bad move. Because okay, there, uh, let, let me just put something right, right here on the table. Um, there is nothing wrong with the trades. Okay, like no, it, like it, it just as valid, if not more valid, in this work environment, right? But we can't overshadow the arts either. They're Yin and yang. You need the balance, and that's and and that's kind of the problem that's I going on. Is like agree. we're going way too much to one extreme, right? It's true. 
You need the balance. You got to yeah. have a mixture, of varieties, of spice and, and, and that's and that's kind There's of. There's nothing wrong with being a process operator, but it definitely makes life ten times better. But, when you go run valves for twelve hours and then go check out a can of play. But if you're say you're a, you're a kid growing up here, uh, maybe from a family that doesn't work in the the industry, kind of like where I was coming from. Yeah. Um, without industry pay coming into the family, you don't have as much money to throw around. And um, if I if, if I mean I'm, Clearly, my hypothetical is turning into like the story of my life. But I mean, hypothetically, if somebody's in that situation growing up and they they don't want to go into trades and they do want to get into something that is uh, in the arts department or in the arts field, if they don't have the money to send that student, their, their kid, the family doesn't have no money to send them to a place where they can do that. And there's nothing available in the community. You're forced to leave the you're community. Trapped. Then you're yeah. forced to either leave or you're forced to do something that you don't like that affects the entire rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's pretty weighted. So there I, needs to be an outlet. It's think, the only college in town. I think it's pretty consensus around this table that arts is abs- is that enough? No. Okay. That's my chair. Uh, arts is pretty essential to any community building, and I think we absolutely need it to make this community more hometown rather than boomtown, yeah. which seems to be our, our slogan as of late. I urge urge everyone to make this outcry as big, if not bigger, than the Twin Highway 63. Hashtag on Twitter is YMM Arts. That's what we're going to be using. Um, YMM Arts. Also, that too has been well, floating around. I don't know. Like, I don't want to focus on... Do both. <laughs> well, yeah, do what yeah, yeah. do what you guys ever want. But like I said, like to me, as what Kano did was heartless, Like just from my perspective, I think there's a bigger issue, and the issue is getting rid of the arts program in Fort McMurray. Or the, or the decimation of the arts program at Fort McMurray. Well, the play on words is like I said, artless I, and artless. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. And That's I, one thing, too, though. Like, well, that was the font thing. Since I, was that? That was the font. It was H-E and then capital A-R-T. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, ever since I moved here four years ago, I've noticed, like, a spike in the arts like just over the last four years, but I'm worried that it's going to like drop off the side of a fucking cliff. I mean, now. In, in, a, in a sense, I guess this is a good thing in the in the fact that if this had been done five years ago, would anyone had have noticed? I don't. I don't quite think so. I, rem- yeah, I remember I first know. getting back into town here, and um, so consider that. And the thing is, like, if we we can't afford to lose this, really, and I, I really even even the students that are in the trades, they should be very vocal about this too. I mean, they're the. the in all honesty, they're kind of the ones with the power right now. Well, so I was going to say one of the first uh, times I was back in town here, uh, hanging out with somebody that uh, I used to work where I work now, um, and they they knew somebody who was a trades worker who had the six on six off shift, who was also an amazing musician, amazing guitarist, amazing singer, and he was serenading everybody at this little house party that I was with. And I asked him about. I mean, he had one CD that he put out a demo that was self published and everything. And I asked him, well, what about? Like, uh, how do you feel about being here? And he said, it's, it is stifling because there's no outlet for me. Mm-hmm. And over the, the first couple of years that I got back here, clearly it's blown up. It has exploded. Yeah. And there has been more of an outlet, both uh, live music at bars um, and uh, art galleries opening up at yeah, Donald Island Park, got- the reopening of the post at yeah. Keanu, under Keanu Theater. All this has blown up. So why, why put a cork in the yeah. flow? Wasn't there just like an art auction for volunteer time? Yep. There was like, look at that. When have you ever heard of that in the community before? The time raiser, like yeah. Not, they're not well publicized at all. I mean, they're, but the, I mean, the fact of the matter that it happened. Yeah. Well, a big yeah. problem with that is that the arts traditionally don't have a lot of money for advertising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's why we hit Twitter. We hit mm-hmm. grassroots. We hit Steve's yeah. show at eight o'clock at night, and we 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 do what we can. <laughs> we hit the morning shows. I mean, we may not have the money to 
to put an ad on, on Mix 103.7, but damn sure, I got no problem going in there at fucking 8 o'clock, four days out of the week, five days out of the week, to hear my voice if they'll allow it. <laughs> well, no, the, the Metro Shirts idea allow, is actually well. a pretty good idea. Uh, well, I, think they're actually I can't speak to that, too, honestly. Right? But Metro Shorts is funded by the Alberta government. I think they get a Man, it. Mandy's but, been showing us some ways. I think we can, uh, like I said, if we try to stimulate shit, like look how excited that one guy got saying, you're doing, he called the U of A program that you know the name of, I can't remember. Anyway. Go he, on. <laughs> anyway, he got so excited. He's like, finally someone's doing like that in Fort McMurray. I think we can tap a, a, a resource. We can prove that you don't have to go to Edmondson to, to have a, a, immerse yourself into a, a well, film culture. In that community, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what okay. I mean? Like, I'm sure we can start something similar with music. Like we can do something similar with with. Well, they've already had the Wood Buffalo Truth painting. There's one hanging in my fucking living room, mm-hmm. which oddly enough is Highway 63. That kind of just clicked in my head. Anyway, the um, just now, like you didn't know a highway that was. No, I just no the whole highway incident, <laughs> the I connection to both yeah. uprisings. Yeah. But I'm just saying that for what I'm going to edit out and make into this podcast, why I'm in podcast will be will be joining this fight and we'll be trying to do something to see if we can for sure prove just i gotta say i got i support the arts and the industry equally and i think the mm-hmm. community and the college should as well yeah and that's the thing you got to find a balance you can't go one or the other yeah. no and i mean you, you can find your leanings personally but yeah. i think as a whole mm-hmm. like you said tito it's yin and yang mm-hmm. yeah and th- and that's and that's exactly it. i think keanu keanu in a sense like i mean i i i empathize in the fact that they're they're probably uh they're torn as to what they're what they're offering the community, but make a decision, right? And if you're gonna do both, do both. Don't like don't do this don't bullshit half-ass where you're do one and, yeah, exactly. Don't half ass yeah. one. Well, I've and heard, then throw I've all heard your some money people saying, other. "Why are you calling yourselves a community college if you're ignoring what the community is telling you that they want?" Yeah, yeah. But even yeah. if even if we can pull funding, we probably could fund money for that. <laughs> Todd's wheels are turning. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm gonna move. The on hamster got on the wheel today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey just was the hamster right? like. Named after a, a rock band. Wouldn't some <laughs> really, really rich yeah, oil tycoon exec <laughs> just pay for their face to be somewhere permanently in Keanu Theater? That'd be awesome. And put that money towards the VPA program. Yeah. Talking mm-hmm. $50,000, $100,000, $200,000. I know I'm people in this town really. have it. <laughs> hey, sell a tweet. Well, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah, auctions no, and tweets. There's, there's a few ideas that I got in my head that we're going to move forward on. There's a lot of arts here. You, you really just have to look for it. Yeah, I mean, if you look, you'll find it. Like it's it's, it's here, it's here, and it will, I mean, like it. It will never very, go very away. But some, yeah, but sometimes it's her thing. We we got to throw it in people's faces. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah, not enough well, to make people look. Yeah. We actually got to. I put, I think it needs to be nurtured too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. And it's like a delicate flower. Uh, one of one of the statements <laughs> that came one of the statements that came from Keanu College, uh, or at least somebody that works there, is and don't directly quote me on this because I forget who exactly said it, but it was that uh, fine arts never dies because it truly comes from within. And I agree. I agree with that. However, the whole point of having fine arts learning is that so that you could foster that and define that and develop that. And I mean, you can, there are artists who are just prolific in and of themselves without ever having gone to school for anything, not knowing any design. You've got amazing painters. However, that's not always the case. I know that I, in any artistic discipline, wouldn't be any good unless I had direction from those who were already... Uh, lifelong uh, students of that discipline. Yeah. Well, I mean, true artists, like even a, like a tradesman, it's lifelong learning, right? Yeah, experience, right? Yeah. Um, so look for more on that. Like I said, uh, YMM, pound YMM Arts on Twitter or Heartless, frankly, whatever the hell you want to do with it. Um, but let's just all get our voice under one and, and let's all start chiming in this together because it's not like it's not it's not an issue that needs to be 
shoved under uh, the highway issue right now. It, it's just equal, equally as important. Yeah, you can give just as much attention to both. Damn right. Um, there's a few. You'll see some. Check out our Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash podcast. I'll post. There's quite a few letters and open letters and reaction to letters that are kind of going around. I'll try if I can link them all in, in one spot and get everyone to read them for yourselves. Uh, just know both sides and know, like I said, essentially I think the bottom line is that there are cutting arts programs in Fort Mac, and we can't let that happen, essentially. Inform yourselves. It's the best thing you can do. Um, definitely keep the chatter up about the Highway 63. Uh, pound Twin 63 is the hashtag. Uh, keep, make sure you sign the petition. Uh, Twin63now.ca is the website, I believe. Uh, always check that out for updates. Keep the pressure going. Uh, same with the arts. Uh, pound YMM Arts on Twitter. And uh, just keep uh, let's keep the chatter going about that one because we don't want to lose our arts program and, in, uh, in Fort Mac. Save the arts on Facebook. That, that save the arts. It's got a lot of information. A lot of people that are directly related are posting daily. That's and right. Go check out the post. Um, the second year graduates are still displaying all their artwork down there. Go there check go. it out. And support to support the, the arts in the community. For those who don't know, that's the art gallery directly below Keanu Theater. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. I've I'm been actually going to check it out. And I've seen the, the title of the show is in direct. Uh, it flies in the face of uh, the cuts that have been made to the VPA program because it's called Eight is Enough because there's only eight kids in that, that group. Oh, wow. eight students. That's why it's called Eight is Enough, because it is enough. It's not an homage to an old sitcom. Very talented <laughs> students, too. Um, check out check out their work. They're all very, very gifted. That's, it would be a shame to lose it. You heard it here first, guys. You're hearing it right from the sources. Um, email us, show at ymmpodcast.ca. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash ymmpodcast. Twitter at ymmpodcast. Uh, Twitter at Toski. Twitter at Hyperphotonic. Twitter at Stacey Annie. Twitter at Steve underscore Reeve. And Twitter at Ashcake Squizzle. <coughs> Ashcake Squiggle. Squiggle. You, you squizzle. I'm not I a squizzle. Right. I know. I was squiggle. waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. <laughs> the um, Keep up the chatter. Twitter is always fun as well. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Eh? Mm-hmm. For the YMM podcast episode 40. Mile episode, milestone episode. Fuck. Four. <laughs> The YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Stacy. I'm Steve. I'm Ashley. We'll see you next set. Avengers Assemble. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs>